with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. After 9, it's Wednesday. Here we are. And our guest today is... It's delayed to next week. M.I.A. Yeah, well, to be fair, she, she no, yeah, yeah she, yeah, yeah. she to said be fair, not so this week. It's so exciting. Next week, we, we, next week but we have an exciting guest. It's interesting because your guest was going to be Jenna Phillips. Yes, and she's involved in a new movie. But there's Correct. more than one movie being so done many. in print. Yeah, well, her her movie, we'll talk about it next more next week. Is yeah. being released. It's now coming out right, on, right on various stations. Whatever. It's funny because. I, I haven't seen anything to indicate that, so it just—it's going on in the city, yeah. and you don't even know what's happening, right? The like, release? No, no, the no, they're filming. The well, filming, right? Unless you happen across yeah. wherever they're filming, you have no idea. That's the question. Have they yeah. even started filming? Yeah. Who well, knows? I think honestly, I think it's just a small. The one that's getting filmed in town now is a small, smaller release one. Did you just say filmed? Filmed recording. It's, the one that's getting. Yeah. Recorded now. What does one say actually? Well, it's one one syllable is what I'm saying. Oh, I see what I, you're saying. I thought you said filmed. Because I'm still old school. Like because it filmed. would be recorded, right? It would be yeah. I guess I guess they're still using filmed as the word, but it's a smaller one. It's a war film. It's uh, taking place out in the forest. That's not a. It's Janet. a war film. Yeah, that's not a Janet production. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that's currently shooting. Correct. So that's why we don't see them downtown Correct. at all. It's, they're finding it's, a place out in the forest. Yeah, they're using the great outdoors to simulate the Ardine Forest, Arden Forest. The what? Arden Forest. Is that what? Yeah, you know, the forest that was, uh, was it the Arden, uh, was it? Uh, oh, Arden. Stand. I thought you said Arden no, Forest. No, no, the I'm last thinking, stand. What's the, the last beetle, stand for What's Germany? the beetle killed? I was, was the Arden Forest. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So when the, cool. Yeah, so that's kind of what the, where it's based on. I wonder if the wonder. trees know. Uh, the trees do know. You know, they have to put on a German accent or something. Oh, God. <laughs> the trees know all, Reg. <laughs> How was your family day? Long weekend. Uh, busy. Yeah? I, I, I rejigged some of our uh, music library here at the station. Excellent. That always takes a long time. You know, just uh, looking at music charts. Adding, taking away. Finding, well, I'd already taken away a bunch of uh, music from 1960. Oh. And I added a bunch that. from 1980. So when you get rid of a song, here, hear mm-hmm. me now. You've had a song. Whatever, pick a song that you like from from 1960. It's been right. on rotation yeah. here at the station for what two years. That song's like a baby. No, it to would you. have been on the state. A lot of them were on the station since we started. Do you mul- do, Is it is it like losing a child to you when you cut well, that child off? off and your, and you're like, gone. this is something like I get people all the time. Oh, you should play this song. Yeah. You should play that song. Well, realistically, there are thousands and thousands and thousands of songs that I just love. Exactly. That, you know, I've got to draw this line somewhere, so right. I just I just do straight by the charts. Yeah. And if it doesn't qualify by the charts, then, you know, I, I one of my all-time favorites made it to number 11. What is it? And, it, and it's sort of like, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm not playing it because yeah. if I if I decide that one qualifies, even though it only made it to 11, right? Then, then where you're do, torn between yeah, I've, I've drawn the line right. at, at the top 10. Now this is this is the non-Canadian content. When it comes to Canadian content, you can throw a lot of those <laughs> rules out the door right. because we have to play 35% Canadian content. So I play a lot more uh, Canadian content that well, a lot of most of the Canadian content never hit the top 10. Right. That we play, 
and uh, I even skew the uh, the years that we play from uh, beyond that 1980 mark that we're at right now. So we, we you're going to hear uh, we've added some Brian Adams tracks from nice. the Cuts Like a Knife album. Yeah. Because that was 1983. I give Second that three-year buffer to give us a little more uh, Canadian content to choose from, right? Funny story about Brian Adams. Let me tell you this. Okay. Back in 1980, probably 81, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Adams, upcoming artist, had one little song, Let Me Take You Dancing and Hiding From Love. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Yep. They were out and about, and not many people knew of Brian Adams. Right. And this is my, this is just my own funny story. Okay. And he was playing at the Beverly Crest Hotel. No, oh, Beverly Crest? One of the hotels in Edmonton it was okay. on Calgary yep. Trail. I knew he was there. I had to talk to my friend, and he going on. He's like, "No, I don't want to go see that guy." Yeah, I didn't even know who he is. So I forget it because. Well, plus, let me take you dancing. Not a no, not a big attractant to <laughs> no, the average. Not at all. Uh, teen male. <laughs> Still, it's what a poppy song. It, very poppy, and yeah. he 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 it actually like he was seventeen, eighteen. He he actually despises that. Oh, he never plays it. Record. Well, he never plays it. Yeah. It. You can never find it. It, it's not on YouTube. You cannot find that song anywhere. Exactly. Because he, he's it's, clamped down. He does want anything to do you with You can that. find Hiding from Love out there. Which oh, is yeah. an awesome little song. Yeah. Anyway, let me finish my story, Reg. Okay. So we went to the concert, or we went to go in. It was lined up. We couldn't get in, shockingly mm-hmm. enough. So we broke in to one of the third floor exits at the hotel. Oh. And snuck down through the back way and then snuck in through the back of the bar. Okay. I was... I probably had a couple of beers in me at the time. I got justice on the horn here <laughs> to call the police on this. <laughs> but that's my that's my story. This that is that I knew who Brian Adams was way back right. when when yeah, he was doing yeah. bars, and um, I wanted to see him so bad that I broke the laws and snuck into yeah. the hotel to see him. Well, my Brian, I've got two Brian oh, Adams stories. Excellent. One was when I was uh, working at uh, CKPG back in the early eighties. This was when he he had just brought out his. Uh, self-titled album brian adams yep <laughs> and a guy showed up at the front desk looked a lot like brian adams it was his brother and he was go. he was doing the trip through bc delivering the just album and making oh, yeah? sure everybody yeah and uh, they threw uh, the music director at the time uh, barry smith he threw it on the turntable and he said oh this is great and he pulled a few tracks off there and yeah got it into the run and then uh, a year or two later, it was probably a couple of years later, when uh, people really were starting to take note of, of Brian off that first album, uh, he came through town and he was opening for... Uh, Trooper, wasn't it? No. It, it, was, it was another group that was doing better than... Yeah. You know, was better known. So he was the opening act. Yeah. And I remember seeing it. The sad story of my life is that <laughs> I had to work that night. You know, oh. everyone at the station got free tickets, right? Yeah. It's, everyone's See, going PG there. TV, and then go. the next day, all I heard was how incredible Brian Adams was, and no one was even talking about the other group because yeah. it was like, oh, yeah, well, they were good, but <laughs> Brian Adams was amazing. Well, since we're talking about music, and maybe older people can, can relate. Well, yeah, relate. Um, and you mentioned CanCon. Mm-hmm. So years ago, is CanCon, was it always 35%? Uh, no, it was actually 30%. Oh, it's gone up. Yeah. I, I thought it went down. No, 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 no. It used to be 30%, and yeah. they boosted to 35 and there's been talk of boosting it more to 40 And we can tie this in to Brian Adams yeah. as well, because uh, he and uh, his manager, Bruce Allen, 
had a big feud with uh, like uh, there there was one Juno Awards thing where I can't remember what the deal details were, but it came down to the fact that Brian Adams, his last album that he had done before those awards had been recorded in the States oh, or so somewhere around the world. Well, this was after he was yeah, yeah. like the big artist. Reckless, whatever it was, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. And so it didn't qualify on a lot of, uh, it didn't qualify as CanCon for right. some bizarre reason, even though he wrote pretty much all the songs. I think he was probably played on with, most of them. Too. Yeah, he was. Well, but he had his guy uh, who was the guy he wrote his songs with. Well, uh, 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 Jim Valance. Right, Jim Valance. But, um, I think they had co-written a bunch of stuff with uh, Mutt Lang or, or someone else that wasn't Canadian. Right. So that made it not Canadian content. So he had a big and, feud. And, yeah, Bruce Allen was just off. He was ballistic. He said, how can you not call this guy Canadian? In case people aren't familiar, if you're listening, CanCon is Canadian content. So back yes. in the day when Canadian artists well, were even struggling. Well, well, in like 1960, okay. it was so hard for Canadian artists to get airplay because, well, they kind of sucked. And that's let's be honest. Well, yes Some of no. them sucked um, compared to <laughs> compared to U.S. and and, yeah. and the rest of the world. So the government went came in and said, "Hey, you got to start playing 30 percent of Canadian artists yeah, on your radio early station." 70s. So there was a lot of bad Terry Jacks, blah blah blah, early 70s, well, that kind of stuff. I wouldn't you say know, bad. Well, Terry you Jacks know what I mean. Pretty darn good. But Terry Jacks could probably owe his his um, success to CanCon because um, he had to get played. I'm going to say no uh, because his biggest hit was a big hit. Worldwide. Worldwide. For sure. But it wouldn't have gotten played but, if... But uh, Terry Jacks is an example of uh, the exception that proved the rule. Right. I mean, there's Terry Jacks, the Poppy family, the Guess Who. There's artists that transcended that. Exactly. Uh, because Adams, of CanCon. B- well, well, no, they they transcended that because they actually were doing well in the before. states yeah. as well, right? But uh, and it's it's this big debate about Canadian content that I have with people all the time, and and, oh, and I agree with I've Bruce, touched a nerve. Well, I I agree with Bruce Allen that it's it's just a a, a prop. Uh, it's, right. it's it's a way to. I mean, realistically. If you if there was a, a, a band in Prince George that put out something that was like really awesome, why wouldn't you want to play it on your radio station? Right, right. But now because of the Canadian content rule, in the industry there's kind of this negative thing where it's like oh, no, it's, it's just getting played to us. and yeah. and it, it's I think it's harder for. Uh, a no-name Canadian artist to get airplay nowadays than it ever has been because the the music guys, the music directors, they're just looking for the brand name, but and they play the play the heck out of the the artists that they know. But Tragically yet, Rich, Hip and all these others, right? Some of the biggest biggest music artists in the world are Canadian. Well, Shania a few. Twain, just many Shania. Well, Justin Bieber, um, what's his face? Uh, Drake. Weekend. These the weekend. These yeah. are all Canadian artists. Yes, like they are some of the top, top, top in yeah. the world. Which, which you would have never I, in 1970. You never saw Canadian artists reach that level of fame. I think Paul Anka would disagree. Oh, Paul Anka, come on. Well, let's go back to the beginning because <laughs> Paul Anka came out of uh, out of Canada. And he was one of the top teen idols in the late sixties, early uh, late fifties, early sixties. You're not wrong, and I mean that. but he's and, he's one. He's an exception. Yeah. Well, 
I, yeah, but they're all exceptions when you think about it because uh, Gordon Lightfoot and Murray, same thing. You know, they were the pinnacle of what we had to offer in the 70s, and they made it internationally. They and, they had minimal international success. Oh, sure, number no, one. No, in no, no. Do you want me? Do you want me to get the book? Yeah, Anne I Murray. Would love to get Anne the book. Murray was amazing chart topper, and her, her success in the late seventies was well. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, it's, I'm almost it's a big Anne Murray fan. I'm anyway, all about Anne Murray. Now, speaking of Anne Murray, here's another reason Ooh. that I don't like CanCon. <laughs> she put out a song. In the, well, 1983, in fact, I, I, it just reminded me the other day, I was going through our, our catalog of 1983 songs, and she had a song called A Little Good News. And I remember when that came to the radio station, and the program director listened to it, and he says, yeah, it's okay, but it's not CanCon, so we're not right. going to play it. Why, because, why wasn't it? Because she didn't write it. She right. recorded it in the United States. It was one part CanCon. You needed to have two parts CanCon out of these four different yeah. categories. So it got very little play in Canada. It was a big hit in the States. But Canadian radio stations, a lot of them, especially the top 40 guys, wouldn't touch it because, well, yeah, it's, it doesn't add to our CanCon. Why would we play her? Why would, yeah. Why would we play Anne Murray if it's not adding to our CanCon? Right. So there's part of that backlash. This has been a good discussion. I love yeah. talking music. And you know a lot about music. music Quite a bit, yes. Music's got a... Music has... is uh, re- Everyone relates to music in their life at certain stages of their life. Yeah. So when we were mentioning some of these older people, so I'm sure people are saying, oh, yeah, Anne Murray... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perform barefoot all the time. That was her <laughs> yes. claim to fame. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, it's been a good discussion. We got wrapped up in it, but uh, we're going to take a little break and uh, we'll come back. Give your morning a boost with some sounds from above with Songs and Chapel Sunday mornings at 9 on 93.1 CFIS FM. Join me, Corey Walker, as I fill the airwaves with the sounds of heavenly gospel music. I feature a mixture of traditional country, bluegrass, southern, and black gospel, and even a little bit of worship and contemporary Christian music. Inspiring messages in the Salvation Army's Heartbeat series is featured in every show. As songs in chapel Sunday morning at 9, only here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Canadian Arts and Culture Organizations. Student Work Placement Program at the Cultural Human Resources Council is able to provide wage subsidies for post-secondary level students to work for you. A two-minute phone call to confirm your eligibility, 20 minutes to complete the online application, and you'll secure thousands of dollars in less than two weeks. If you hired, currently employ, or would like to hire students, we want to hear from you. Find our contact info at culturalhrc.ca. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats. Founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982, Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erladen to Patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Centre. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, cloudy, clearing this afternoon, wind up to 15K, a high of zero, a wind chill this morning to minus 10. Increasing cloudiness late this evening with fog patches developing, a low of minus 8. On Thursday morning, fog patches then sunny with a high of 3. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. 
All right. Reg has pulled out the book. I've pulled out the book. Feverishly searching. And, <laughs> and, and here's the perception in Canada. Okay, go. Anne Marie, well, yeah, she's mm. right. 1970s, she ranked number 47 on the Billboard charts for top artists. Is that record sales, record place? How's that work? Well, that's, that's charts. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 1970s, yeah. for the 1970s, number 47. So she was ahead of ABBA, Roberta Flack, Barry White, just behind groups like uh, America. Uh, oh, there's the guess who at number 44. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, th- th- so Anne-Marie was a lot bigger than I think a lot of Canadians give her credit for in the States. Uh, and overall, and this this book came out in 2015, so we're talking 30 years after she had any kind of chart significance, and she still ranked uh, about 200 in the top 500 artists of all time. That's really that's impressive for yeah. sure. So, for sure, before before the internet, before yeah. social media. Like, and and that's and that's part of the reason that uh, you see the Canadian artists that you're talking about now these days that are doing well is they they have that internet savvy they right. they're utilizing that yeah. to get out to it so it's a lot easier for them to get internet international exposure than it was for an Anne Murray, a Brian Adams, a Gordon Lightfoot, sure. back when you didn't have that kind of exposure, you it was all about the record companies, the radio, the record, you know, the push from the record had, company. If they yeah, didn't want you, you. Yeah. they didn't want you. But now someone like Justin Bieber can put out some YouTube videos when he's yeah. fourteen years old. Yeah, discovered worldwide, and, and he boom. doesn't get the backlash that uh, Anne Murray, Gordon Lightfoot. Um, Nickelback for a, a group that's oh. more current. If you say you hate Nickelback, no, 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 no. I'm no, saying you're lying. No, I'm saying that <laughs> they ended up getting backlash because, like I said, the Canadian content radio stations would say, "Okay, fine, we have to play 35 percent Canadian content. We'll take these X number of really good artists and we'll play the heck out of them." Right. So if you're listening to uh, commercial radio. In Canada in the 70s, 80s, 90s, you heard Anne Murray played to death. You heard uh, Trooper, April Troop, Wine. Trooper, April Wine, um, tra- Tragically Hip, Nickelback. And I think when you, I think there's only a few of those guys that really survived that because I don't care who the artist is, if you are force fed them on a constant basis. Right. Eventually, you're just going. Okay, you know, I've had enough of these guys. I'm not, you know, even even the Guess Who I think got a bit of that backlash, right? Because in the early '70s, they had all these. They were huge. Yeah, they had these great uh, Guess Who tracks, and the Guess Who is like going back to pre-CanCon. You talked about how uh, radio stations or how the public perhaps viewed Canadian artists with a in a lesser light, right? Well, the guess who the the reason they got their name was because that's how they got around that is they put out a record. They used to be Chad Allen and the Impressions or whatever the heck the name was, and they couldn't get their songs played on the radio, so they released a a, a forty five that said track? Guess Who. Yeah, that was really? the name. I didn't know that story. That was the name that they released the yeah. single "Shaking All Over" on. Yeah, 
Yeah, that, that's what they, they, they and and radio stations. Oh, this is great, and they played the, the heck out of it, and they became the Guess Who, because that's how they broke in. Yeah. That was their first big hit. Although they'd had minor uh, regional hits up until then, that was the one that broke them big time, and they had to kind of fool the uh, fool the CanCon, the Canadian, well, the radio station guys yeah. to to play it yeah. because they, yeah, Guess Who. Oh, well, there you go. All right. Brilliant. Yeah. On this musical interlude. <laughs> so there's my uh, CanCon that rant. That's a good That's a good CanCon rant. It, we started off that with, what did you do on the long weekend? There the family day long weekend. That's how we started it. Yeah, I was busy. So, yeah. so you were doing, you doing were reorganizing the, music, stuff the, the music, so we're going to hear some newer 80s music. Well, we'll hear some 80s. Yep. Uh, I, I did hang on to a few tracks from the 60s because uh, there, are, there are some tracks actually from the 50s that we still play that are in the rock and roll hall of fame nice. so i'm hanging on to those because oh, yeah. you know there's a reason they're in the rock and roll hall of fame rock and roll hall of fame um grammy hall of fame uh or they've made uh, say the rolling stone top 500 hits or whatever if they if they've made it to one of those little recognition right. points then we'll hang on to it, even though it's past what we're playing. Then it's good enough for Reg at CFIS. Well, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it's, it's, that's, yeah. that's the new CanCon. So you will always hear Chuck Berry. Nice. And, uh, My well, dingling? Actually, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, his, uh, actually a few of his early ones, but you know things like Johnny Be Good will always get a I remember, it, was it, it, it was 19... These are my story, my memories because music brings up memories. Yeah. 19, whatever the heck it was. When did my dangling come out? 1970? 72. 72. We lived in Prince George. It was my first into Prince George. We had the house in College Heights. It was just built. My mom and dad had this little, or not this little, this big old stereo, the, the big cabinet stereo. And mom and dad would have people over. This was entertainment back in the day. Uh, they'd come over on the Friday night and they'd put that stupid song on <laughs> and they would just be... <laughs> peeing themselves laughing over the song because that was the entertainment back in the day. Yeah. And of course, at my, you know, my age, you know, you kind of heard a little bit about it, but I just, that, that's one of my, that and I think at the same time was uh, Ray Stevens, The Streak. The Streak, yeah. Pretty much at the same time, yeah. those two were out and it was just like a music had just gone kind of silly. Mm-hmm. And, but that's, that's one of my strongest memories and I'm sure people listening Especially in our age group are going to remember my dingling for God's sakes. But that was his number one charging song, I think, too, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's the sad uh, trivia about that song is it, it was his only number yeah. one hit on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah, yeah, one of the pioneers uh, of rock and roll music. But it never, uh, it, it is not in the Rock and Roll Hall no. of Fame. <laughs> uh, unlike rock and roll music. Um, oh. Uh, Johnny B. Good, like like Johnny I mentioned, Good, Rollover Beethoven. Ro- Rollover Beethoven never hit the top ten, though. Maybelline, Maybelline. is another one that, oh, yeah, top such 10. a good song. No, it's classic. Yeah, for sure. he's, he's so good. Before his time, um, my long weekend, family day, had an awesome day. Hung out with my kids, went for lunch. Mm-hmm. We went to the Cougars game. Cougars on a roll, eight one over Seattle. Uh, it was yeah, a, yeah, that was on Monday. 
Yeah. It was a, it was a sellout crowd. Yeah, Monday. That's what I heard. Oh, big shout out hanging, to everybody. Hanging from the rafters. It was. It, I think if I'm going to go by memory, but I think it's got to be the first absolute complete sellout, complete sellout in, in a of few the season. Years, for yeah. sure. In a few years. Yeah. So it was an excellent crowd. Huge 50-50, dollars Whoa. Half of that went to support um, uh, cancer uh, right. in town. Can't support cancer in town. But you know what I mean. Research, uh, Race, helping yeah. people out with cancer, all that good stuff. So it yeah, was an excellent weekend. Center, yeah. Congrats to the Cougars. We'll talk about them real quick when we get back. Sure. The Central BC Railway and Forestry Museum is thrilled to present Joined by the Brush on display in the museum's gallery through March 23rd. This self-juried inclusive exhibit from Northern BC artists celebrates their diversity of artistic representation. Exhibition artworks are available for purchase with the money supporting local artists as well as restoration efforts at the museum. Visit the museum's website and social media pages for updates. Joined by the Brush on through March 23rd at the Central BC Railway and Forestry Museum. At Deb's Cafe, we have a dream to put a smile on faces all over Prince George, one face at a time. There are many ways that can happen, but ours involves great coffee, fresh hearty lunches, and tasty baked treats served with great care. Whether you don't have a smile today or you would like a new one, check us out. If you're ready for a treat or if you have dietary restrictions, let us put a smile on your face at Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery next to Pharmasave at 7th and Quebec. Update your look with exciting new frames from Savers Optical. Purchase a new set of lenses and get the frames for free. With over 1,000 frames to choose from, you'll find the perfect pair. Savers Optical celebrating their 21st anniversary. Stop by for a visit at 1537 3rd Avenue downtown or call 250-563-5811. Your new look awaits at Savers Optical. The 21st anniversary sale is on now. Northern Health is taking actions to continue protecting people, communities, and the health care system this respiratory season by encouraging people in the North aged six months and older to get their COVID-19 and influenza vaccines. Visit getvaccinated.gov.bc.ca to get registered. Invitations will then be sent by email and text message with an invitation link to book your vaccine appointment. If you need help scheduling your vaccines, call 1-833-838-2323. Visit northernhealth.ca for clinic information in your community keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around prince george this is after nine on 93.1 cfis fm keeping you up to date on cancon Can 1970s news yes <laughs> okay so uh cougars cougars are flying six and oh in this home they thing. are there have yeah. been a couple of blips in there but uh, that's a kind of a good trip. thing sort of gets them grounded that hey you know we can't just show up and expect to win every time you actually have to play the yeah. game because they uh, lost to Kamloops of all teams. Uh, it, there was a tie, though, let's be honest. Well, yeah, final in a overtime. shootout. It says, wasn't yeah, so yeah. the 2-1 yep. uh, shootout. But realistically, there's no way Kamloops should have been in that game because nope. uh, the previous night, the 7-1 victory, that's more what we're expecting now yeah. from the Cougars. And they followed up by beating... Pasting. Seattle, as you mentioned, 8-1 Monday, and then they learned their Following lesson from up. the Kamloops. They followed up with a 5-1 victory on, yeah. on Tuesday. And so it's really hard. Credit to the Cougars. Yeah. Any team, a back-to-back, is very hard yes. to win, regardless yeah. of the team, regardless of yeah. the competition. The second night of a back-to-back, you got a bit of a letdown. The second team is, is, is a little bit more fired up. got a little bit more yeah. fired up. They come out. They don't want to lose back-to-back. They play a bit harder. And throughout the Cougars' history, I know in back-to-backs, 
in PG. The record's not great. So good job, guys. And, you know, hanging yeah. in there. You know, well, it, it, but when you get to be the team that's number one in the division. Which they are back at that spot for yeah, the first time in a they, while. They, like I said, the, the Kamloops one, that was a blip because the Kamloops currently 10th out of 11 teams yeah. in the Western Conference. So that's that's where they, they kind of learned that lesson and uh, didn't quite uh, take the foot off the gas for the following game or for the um, no no they went at it hard my daughter was there last night she said it was a pretty a, a good game she's it was aggressive it was a good game that's her term i love aggressive games <laughs> so and cougars are back at, back on the top i think they're seven or eighth in canada right now new rankings come out um two of the top 10 or the top two scorers in the western hockey yeah. league uh riley height and uh zach funk they're cruising along i think i'm pretty sure well Zach Funk will be passing Quinn Hanks Cox 55 goal record for the Cougars here any day now. Yeah. He's got what 12 games left. So that seems like a pretty secure. Well, they've played 56. So how many 68 in a season? It's 68. So 12 games left. So it is 12. Yeah. 12 (laughs) games left. Mm -hmm. Um, and everyone keeps forgetting it quietly, uh, coming in the background, probably four or five games away. Cohen Seamer's coming back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. He's been gone for so long that and the Cougars have not missed a beat. So yeah. they are that's gonna be like adding a huge player at the trade deadline. Oh, right? for so sure. Cougars are Cougars are set up well. It's gonna be an awesome playoff run. Yep. And people are still lining up to buy tickets. Why, people? You can get them online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not quite the same experience as standing out. What in are you cold. talking about? The experience is awesome. Go standing, online, buy standing, two tickets and walk in. <laughs> standing out in the cold with your feet freezing and yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah. we're coming up for a good playoff run. Congrats to the Cougars. They're set up. They mm-hmm. are set up for success. Heading in. They got twelve games left and then we can uh, get to see a white going here in town. Yeah. So do we want to talk about the Spruce game? Sure, why not? They got two games this weekend, I believe, Friday, Saturday. They're hosting Vernon. Hosting Vernon. They're coming off a five-game schedule on the road. Always tough. Where they lost all five games. Before that, they had actually split a pair with Cranbrook because, again, like you said, that whole back-to-back thing, right? Yeah. So five straight losses on the road, uh, losing in Alberni Valley on Monday, 7-3. Vernon in town Friday and Saturday. And uh, I should check the schedule or the standings because I know the Spruce Kings. I believe they're last. Yeah, they are last. And they were kind of, they'd put together some wins there for a while where they were closing in on merit but now they're seven points back of merit uh 11 points back of cranbrook so i believe they call this a rebuilding season oh oh for sure (laughs) and so it looks like they will finish last which means they'll have to face penticton in the first round and penticton well they've lost what well they've lost 10 games in the season seven in regulation the three others were uh are sorry 12 there was three overtime losses uh, two shootout losses so only seven games lost during the regulation Ooh, time that's a good team they, uh, they yeah. yeah and that's actually they've actually struggled their record since christmas is not as good as it was before christmas well, it's hard to get only, up <laughs> i think they only had a couple of couple of losses uh, heading into christmas so yeah, yeah. So there's some stuff going on in town for the uh, Spruce Kings. Head on down to the arena, support the boys. Yeah. Anyway, they the Spruce Kings have a 
have a group of supporters that are there no matter no matter what. Yeah, they have awesome support in town, so it, it's great. And they have a big, uh, big, big, big event coming up this weekend too. I'll have to. They do. There's find first the information. Do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think they're calling it. Uh, it's not a. It's not a school night. Is the promotion okay? Oh, perfect. But I'll have to grab the information and, and uh, good excuse to pass keep the kids along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, oh, oh you know, on the weekend, yes. uh, they had it's actually the same day on Monday, the family day. They had a free skate at the Coliseum. Right. And uh, I went for the first time in a few years. And skated and. for twenty minutes, and, <laughs> and then, then my bad knee said, you say, "Yeah, your knee or your groin or yeah, your hips." That's, that's enough of that. How so, it, good attendance there? Uh, it was. It was last time I'd gone, which is years ago. It was pretty full, yeah. and it was not an uh, not an easy skate. Let's say yeah. because there, it was so crowded. <laughs> More like roller this, derby. This time, not so much. Yeah, and I think part of that was because the the uh, Cougars were playing at three o'clock. So, you know, who if you were going to the Cougars game, well, do you want to take the kids down to the Copar right. before and then go up? No. So uh, I imagine uh, the other popular rink for public skating, the Oval. The Oval was busy. Was busy. I, had, yeah. I talked to a couple of people that were at the Oval. How was Winterfest? You were downtown on Saturday? Well, Winterfest was over by... Uh, City Hall, the Veterans Plaza, yeah. and I never got out on Monday. Uh, we were here. Well, I was here all day. I'm here. I've been here all day on Saturdays for our booth to sell bingo tickets, which we'll talk about when we get back from the break. I <laughs> well, guess. the good news is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I didn't make it over to check it out. I, I did last time. Or was it? Fall Fest, I think I, I made it over there, and it—it's it, always I, fun. Yeah, it looked like uh, I imagine it would have been just as good because the weather wasn't that bad. And no, it was, it was nice. Out. Yeah, nice. And you can't go wrong with well. Trucks, that's what I remember honest. from the the walk over to the rink on on Monday was that sun had some BTUs beaten down. It was nice. The top of your head is is red. Well, no, I had a toque on. Oh, but okay. It was it was <laughs> actually a pleasant walk because the sun was out and uh, in full power. So. Well, hopefully we'll get some full power sun this week. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a little break here. We'll be back. Tourism Prince George has an ambassador training program, a free program that aims to create ambassadors for the community. The training focuses on interpersonal communication, knowledge of tourist destinations, itinerary planning, and more. Everything you need to provide an amazing visitor experience. This is a self-paced program offered online. Once completed, you'll receive a certificate and can start instilling pride in the community. Tourism Prince George Ambassador Training. For more information, visit princegeorge.tourismacademy.org. Check out Creative Space Sunday at Two Rivers Gallery. Use calligraphy tools and ink to find your zen in some patterned drawings with Indian ink zentangles this Sunday afternoon at 1. Featuring a new activity each week, Creative Space Sunday is free for members with a nominal fee for non-members. It's a drop-in event with no registration required. Come by yourself, with your family, or with friends for India Inc. Zentangles, the next Creative Space Sunday, 1 o'clock this Sunday afternoon at Two Rivers Gallery. Your Prince George Public Library invites you to come out and celebrate the rich tapestry of African and Caribbean history and culture. On Saturday from 1 to 3, the downtown branch of the Public Library will be hosting a celebration of Black History Month. There will be a number of engaging cultural activities as people come together to honor and amplify black voices. A celebration of Black History Month 
Saturday from 1 to 3 at the downtown branch of your Prince George Public Library. Forecast from Environment Canada for today, cloudy, clearing this afternoon, wind up to 15K, a high of zero, a wind chill this morning to minus 10. Increasing cloudiness late this evening with fog patches developing a low of minus 8. On Thursday morning, fog patches then sunny with a high of 3. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, do we want to talk about bingo? <laughs> Let's talk about bingo. Okay, so it was good we, while it lasted, Reg. Well, we 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 tried, uh, and unfortunately, we were not able to sell enough tickets to keep the bingo going. So, uh, the plus side is I don't have to sit here at the <laughs> at the uh, Q three community market on Saturdays anymore. The uh, negative side is that means I have to be in early in Saturday earlier on Saturday mornings to do the morning news because the uh, negative side also is that. We can't afford to pay Alan Wishart to come in, and that's he, he had been covering the weekend news. Yeah. So he's going to have to go back to volunteer status. Oh, Alan. And, yeah, I, I don't think people quite understand how this radio station <laughs> runs. Because yeah. you, you listen to radio station, oh, yeah, they're doing well. they got lots of ads. Well, most of those ads you hear are, are freebies or public service public announcements. Public service announcements, yeah, for so, sure. So, yeah, we, we don't generate a lot of uh, money advertising wise and yeah. hopefully we were hoping this uh, was gonna fund a little bit bring is in there some... any I don't want to go into the the uh, deep coves so I was gonna ask or, sure. um, there is a grant writing workshop going on yeah um, up at studio 2880 um, artists um, artists uh, writers poets whatever yeah. if you're looking for a grant to fund a film whatever you can uh, sign up for it uh, next um, Tuesday the 27th just go to Studio 2880. They'll teach you how to apply for these grants. There's a small fee for it, but it's probably worthwhile. Just my question is, being a publicly funded radio station, is there any grants available for Well, I, that's, that's, why we, that's what we have to look into yeah. now. Yeah. And the thing about grants is you really need to know how you're, what you're doing when you're writing them. Right. You or you're not planned, getting, you you're not getting anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, and I've never been good at that. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. you should attend this uh, grant writing workshop, yeah, which I'm I've, sure is that's what they teach you Because I've got do. time. <laughs> so, so here, that, here, the oh. funny thing about the bingo, and, and this, like, we, we were here last night playing. Started at 7. We didn't get out of here till about 10.30. That's be, because yeah. not ha- not selling enough tickets, that means that, it takes longer to get a winner because you have less bingo oh, less cards out there, out the right? Cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so going going. what would normally take less than two hours took two and a half hours, right. and that was one of the reasons that he, uh, uh, the guy in Chetwin said, "Yeah, we can't keep doing yeah, this." Yeah. Makes sense because for them, uh, ten thirty—that's eleven and thirty their time, right? Because they're oh, right. no, they're on Alberta right. time yeah, right yeah. now. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty rough. Well, that said, if you're if you're looking for an economical way to promote your business mm-hmm. stop well, at yeah. the station give reg a call yeah. you can you can get a whack of advertising there is exposure people listen to the station i get people all the time tell me hey awesome job darren you're amazing i hear that a lot <laughs> so <laughs> but, so we we really pulled the wool over people's <laughs> eyes is what you're saying but the point is if you're looking for for some resource if you want to support the community it's a dual threat you can get both things done yeah play some ads come That's down true. talk to reg at the station yeah well, or or just uh, 
email us and and I can get you yeah. uh, hooked them up with our ad. Send rep. you out the ad package. Yeah. And I used to sell radio back in the day. At, at P- oh, I told yeah. you about PGTV. But that was just a brief experience. That was you, brief. Yeah, Gord Layton did not was not a fan of me. Oh, <laughs> well, well there's just... another thing we have in common. <laughs> Rest in peace, Mr. Layton. That's right. Yeah, that yeah, was just passed what, away last year. Last year, yeah. And the funny thing is, he was uh, working in the Okanagan, uh, starting a community radio station. That's what. That's what his his what last he was doing at the time. His yeah, last yeah. Uh, little project. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't recall if he, it got going or not. I. Um, I think it did, but. Yeah, I never. Really Back in the day, though, Gordon. Well, what a strong character personality that guy was, man. Oh. Yes, He's, he knew what he was. Go- he knew what was going on. Like right. I mean, he and if he didn't, he told you he did. <laughs> <laughs> he was even a councillor, city councillor for a while. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that was before, yeah. right? Before? No, no. Afterwards? No, he came to Prince George as general manager, as general manager. of CKPG. Yeah. He had been in Terrace and then was general manager at CKPG for t- almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah, fifteen, twenty years. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, it was shortly after then 1980. Retired and headed down to the Okanagan. Oh, there you go. Like so many people do. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't you if you can? I I don't know. I uh, <laughs> yeah. I love the Okanagan. I do would you? go there in a heartbeat. But that's well, I don't know. I've never been down there in the winter, and I I, I don't see how it would be that much better. It, it is not that much different. If you go to Kamloops, if you go to Kelowna in the wintertime, it's basically Prince George. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's well, it's, it's cold. not it's quite as cold, gloomy. But it's, yeah, I think be. they get more snow though, right? They can, yeah, yeah at times yeah. for sure. Anyway. For sure. Anyhow, yeah. I guess the six months of summer and spring make up. Yeah, for the it. extra, the yeah, extra, exactly. Yeah. Since we're talking sports, mm-hmm. we got. I know your favorite segment, Canadian teams. Oh, we're going to go ready? there. Well, yeah. Well, why don't we? Got, why don't we, we talk go. about uh, another local sporting event that's uh, coming up first? Let me guess. And that, pair of games. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, we're just a couple of weeks away now, and they get started. And uh, I, I imagine in a week and a half we'll start seeing a lot of the visitors coming seeing in. Seeing some people and, in town. Yeah, we're talking world-class athletes from any nation. Here, Here's the funny thing. I saw the list of the, the nations that are involved, and, of course, you got Norway, Sweden, Germany, the usual Typical power Nordic houses. skiing. And then there's Brazil. <laughs> Really? <laughs> and I'm going, okay. Brazil has a Paralympic yeah. Nordic. Yeah. yeah. So I, that, that, I think, yeah, we should try and I should try and I track down. I would love down. to talk to a manager of that team just like, to go through their. Well, I don't know if find it's a manager of a team or it's probably just one athlete. <laughs> you might be right. Yeah. You know, you might one, be right. one person who for some reason has taken up Nordic skiing and has. Uh, Brazilian descent or and yeah, and so to represent he, the country. He, yeah, yeah, he has yeah. citizenship yeah, for Brazil, right? That makes more sense than a Brazilian coming up here. Yeah, cool running I, style. I, yeah, I doubt if there'd be a whole team, <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe two athletes. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we had but a great talk with uh, Kevin Peterson last week. Peterson, uh, yeah, filled us in on everything. Um, it's a huge event. It's a huge undertaking around town. Uh, it's a huge influx of cash to the restaurants to the. Um, you know, whatever, all the businesses in town. Yeah, so, hotels, so everything. if you see people out and about, put on a Prince George smile, welcome them, say hi, um, head out to uh, Caledonia Ski Club. Schedule is online if you want to check it out and uh, and support. 
So what's a Prince George smile? Is that where you don't show your teeth because it's so <laughs> cold out you don't want them to freeze? Well, I believe it's when you just show half your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, but give them a good, you know, be yeah. nice. Yeah, be yeah. nice to people around. Exactly. Perfect. Well, let's finish up with our Canadian teams. How about a the break, break first? Yeah. yeah. As part of Canadian Music Week, submissions are now being accepted for the Jim Beam Indie Awards, featuring a diverse array of categories. The 2024 Jim Beam Indie Awards spotlight the year's most influential and inspiring independent artists and professionals. Full details on submission guidelines, eligibility, and the full list of award categories are available at indies.ca. Celebrating talent within the independent music scene, the 2024 Jim Beam Indie Awards submission deadline is Tuesday, February 27th. When you're disciplining yourself to be a disciple, you can take your daily sacrifices and connect them to the once and for all sacrifice of Jesus. This is not losing. It's raising your game to the purpose and the plan that God has in mind for you. Pastor John Nunes this week on the Lutheran Hour. Be listening for the Lutheran Hour Sunday mornings at 8 here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Learn to love your smile again at Der Denture Center. Der Denture Center offers a full range of denture services from partial dentures to complete dentures. Same-day repairs are also available. Der Denture Center is located on the third floor of the Victoria Medical Building with easy elevator access. Come in for a free complimentary consultation. No referral required. For help with your existing set or if you need new, Der Denture Center in the Victoria Medical Building. Call 250-562-6638. Update your look with exciting new frames from Savers Optical. Purchase a new set of lenses and get the frames for free. With over 1,000 frames to choose from, you'll find the perfect pair. Savers Optical celebrating their 21st anniversary. Stop by for a visit at 1537 Third Avenue downtown or call 250-563-5811. Your new look awaits at Savers Optical. The 21st anniversary sale is on now. Featuring the people who make things happen in Prince George. You're listening to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, so you want to talk NHL. We are making things happen, Rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking NHL. Well, we didn't do that at all we last didn't. week. We didn't. And we sort of missed out on on talking about the Oilers not being 10-0. Uh, and 0. So, <laughs> uh, But uh, this week, Canucks still number one in the league. Even though in the last 10, they're 5-4-1. and one. Lost three in a row? Yeah. Are the Canucks crashing back to earth, Reg? Well, I think you've seen this with a lot of the upper teams, like the Rangers, Boston. You remember the, the hot start yep. that Colorado and Vegas had as well? And they've all kind of, it's kind of twofold. They've come down to earth a bit, and the other teams have figured out ways of, of you know, putting the uh, kibosh on their, their right. offense, right? Um, but so, you know, there's, they're struggling, uh, a little bit and Florida has been on fire oh, nine and one in the last 10 and they're now second overall in the I believe the they NHL. overtook Boston. Yes, exactly. And yeah, the East. Yeah. Which is good for me. I've got a couple of Florida, Florida fans in my hockey pool. Nice, so. nice. Well, that's what it's all uh, about. Next best team for, for the Canadian based squads, uh, is, uh, the Jets. They're hanging on to seventh place overall, but again, not doing too well. Four, five, and one in their last ten. They've struggled a tiny bit. Then we go down to one of the hotter Canadian teams, and it's been a while before 
It's been a while since, you know, we've been expecting them to break out, but oh. they just haven't <laughs> until now. Toronto, 8-2 and two in their last 10. Austin Matthews on a 10. And they've been winning, like, big time, like putting up major amounts of yeah. points in a lot of those contests. So uh, they've finally broken out of that doldrum where they were cruising along at 500 hockey just they might still make the playoffs <laughs> well they're 10th overall <laughs> and hot on their heels is the edmonton oilers seven and three in their last 10 they, they so had a little blip they, they've been yeah that that big uh streak that they were on kind of came to a halt and now they're finding their way again but again three and three on a very tough road trip yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you go on a road trip and, and are three and three or four and two, you're doing okay. And again, it's it's that sort of thing where um, you always talk about the team and how well they're doing, but you always uh, sometimes you forget that the 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 competition when they're looking at you, they look at you differently when you're on a roll for sure, and they start gearing up for that, yeah. right? So every game just down. It the might not the... be quite as easy a skate for so to speak skate for Edmonton through to the playoffs right now because more teams have analyzed the the game a little closer and uh, I think are a little more prepared when the Oilers come to I feel town. like you're trying to throw some negative shade out the Oilers No, I'm way, just right? saying and the same thing will happen to Toronto. You know, they're on that this 8 and 2 role and uh blowing some teams out so they'll run in that same situation where teams will start to uh, really do their homework ahead of time a lot let, more diligently. Let me run this scenario by you, sure. Reg. And I've had this discussion with a couple people. Okay. Canucks are 12 points ahead of the Oilers? 13 points. Well, the Canucks Let's just pretend they're 13 have points ahead. 80 points, and Edmonton has uh, 67. So that's... That'd be 13. 13, yes. Canucks have... Oilers have six games in hand. <clears throat> Holy crap. <laughs> That's a huge game yep, in hand advantage. That's a lot of games in hand. Yes. There's 12 points the Oilers will gain on the Canucks, <laughs> assuming they win them mm-hmm. all. Uh, one more head-to-head game against the Canucks. Yeah. Is it possible the Oilers can overtake the Canucks? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. See, Canuck, you're a, you're a Canuck fan with his head on his shoulders and says, oh, yeah. Yeah. Most well, Canuck I, fans are like, no, that'll never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, and, and, uh, yeah, I, I, t- I try not to... Uh, be that guy, that person that, oh, your team sucks, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, bad I, juju. Because realistically, if you're if you're going to be uh, on the radio and pretend to be a sports broadcaster, sports guy. you've got to look at it a little impartially. more yep. impartially than that, right? I just think it's going to be an amazing race going down to the wire. I yes. Think, I think the Canucks are going to give, the, or sorry, the Oilers are going to give the Canucks a run for their money. It's going to work out a little bit. Canucks are still going to fall back to the mean a tiny bit. They're an excellent team. They're just going to fall back a bit. The averages usually win in the end. That's just the way it is. There's an interesting thing on the horizon possibly for the Vancouver Canucks. Phil Kessel. Did he actually sign? No. No, no, no. He's been been, uh, practicing with the Abbotsford Canucks. So uh, the Vancouver Canucks farm farm team. team. And the whole reason they brought him in is, is sort of like, sort of like the uh, Perry thing with Edmonton. Sort of okay. Well, is he would could we bring him on to the team and give us that extra bit? 
right. little bit of Stanley Cup presence. Yeah. Phil, so Phil that'll be interesting to it. see if that works out for them. Yeah. You know, that could... Because right now, I, I think the Oilers have the edge. Oilers aren't done. They're still going to make a move. they got two weeks to the trade deadline. Yeah. Mark it down. Oilers are going to pick up a defenseman and a top... Uh, I'm going to say a top six a top six forward. Yeah. You, still, yeah. you don't think they need a goalie? I think, I think if you're going to allocate resources, which you have to pick and choose where yeah. you can pick your spots at, I think those two it's, are a higher need than the goalies. I don't think they need that, that forward presence that you're talking about. What? I, I, I no, agree I with the do. defense part, but I think their their forward crew is pretty good right now. When is the trade deadline? What if it's on a Wednesday? We can have a live trade deadline Ooh. tracker. Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> Whatever day it is, let's anyway, set it up. Back to the Canadian teams, <laughs> uh, Canadian-based teams in the NHL. Flames continue to... To flicker. Flames in a tough five, spot. Five they, and five in yeah. their last ten. Kuzmenko's gonna, have been looking good. Yeah, on their for sure. Uh, Lindholm on Vancouver. You know, but we'll see. Uh, Canadians continue to struggle. Six, three, and one. Uh, one of the hotter Canadian teams, relative, relatively, relatively speaking, the Ottawa Senators, five, three, and two. That's not bad. They're coming on. They got good, good young talent, there. and they've beaten some pretty good teams recently. And when they lose, it's been close. Yeah. So yeah, they've started to look pretty good uh, the last little while. And it, I, uh, I was very distraught with the Ottawa Senators for a while. I'd watch highlights after highlights after highlights of them losing, and just about every game. Kachuk would get in a fight, and I'm thinking, why? Well, well, there's there's your problem. You got one. You got your captain, one of your best players, and he feels the need that he has to go out there and fight. There's something wrong here. I think that's ingrained I mean, in the Kachuk blood. Well, there it is. To them, but sure. when he's, you know, that shouldn't be his role. No, you know, Stan Smeal could throw the gloves as well when he was with the, when Vancouver, but when when he was their key offensive guy, that's not what you wanted him doing. Right. Right. So, anyway. That's why McDavid doesn't fight. Okay. So, I think we're coming to a close yeah. here. You got any words of wise, Reg? Oh, actually, I do. Yeah. Uh, today's insight, the first step towards getting somewhere is to decide you're not going to stare, stay where you are. J.P. Morgan. Nice. Industrial organizer and financier. Well, Reg, there you we've go. had a good talk. Music, sports, a little bit of everything going on yeah. around town. And tomorrow it is... Uh, um, Trudy Clausen will be in Trudy with a great guest here nice. on After 9 After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFIS FM After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen Darren Guess, Trudy Clausen and Rez Krebs Executive producer is Reg Fair